Welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Absolutely. Next up is going to be downtown Lou. Make sure you visit them right here in the heart of Joplin at First and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. You can visit their website at downtownlube.com for the fullest services. Not a matter of matter of when you're going to need that old change. Those tire service. Make sure you get that taken care of right here in Joplin at downtown and Lube. welcome into the show. We appreciate you listening to us wherever you get your podcast, uh, Apple, Spotify, or right here in the call-in app where you can get the show live. Or maybe you're listening to this on a Monday morning. It's a Sunday afternoon for us, and I have been watching some playoff basketball today. Post-draft, I kind of find myself not knowing what to do. Yeah, I mean, it's that weird spot where it's like, okay, do I want to watch some good NBA basketball? Do I want to watch some baseball where, you know, right now for the both of us, I'm not looking too hot on either team in the state of Missouri? (laughs) Or do you want to take a four-hour nap because you took a hell of a boys' trip this weekend down to Arkansas and went on a fishing trip where you got up at 3.30 in the morning, paid a decent amount of money for it, and then you quickly realized we're not catching any fish today, but the fish guy's like, no worries, boys, we'll maybe catch a fish, and you still don't catch a fish. And he takes you back to the dock 30 minutes early. (laughs) How long were you on we're the lake? We're supposed to be out here till 10, bub. Five hours, Ooh. what we said. So you were, you were fishing for five hours with a guide? You know, with this style of fishing, I necessarily wasn't doing the fishing. He put the bait on the poles, he casted the poles, and then let the bull go. We were fishing for striped fish. Striped bass, excuse me. Striped fish. For striped bass. And... Yeah, and you're, you know, you look at the website, and there's pretty excited. I was like, you know, you can catch striped bass up to three pounds. Still looking for that triple digit record bass. You know what I mean? It's like, mm, world record triple for digit. striped bass. World record for striped bass is 86 pounds. What? So apparently they can Where get it pretty from? huge. Not in Arkansas, uh, right? No, there have been some big ones caught in Arkansas at Beaver Lake. But it all is, it all varies on the weather and the way you know the water temperature fluctuating is is kind of what he said. Just due to the fact that, you know, if the weather's pretty consistent, then you know the water temperature, you can pretty much figure out what the fish are going to be. But when it's hot and cold like it has been the last two weeks or so, it's I bet not that's that what good. he tells every boat that doesn't catch a fish. I guarantee it, yeah. You get out there and you catch 50, but, he's like, yeah, well, this weather, you know, it was a little bit cool. Fish are moving. Now it's mm-hmm. warm. And, like, this is the perfect time of weather to be trying to catch these type of fish. But I, I guess it doesn't help when it was, like, 40 degrees the other day, and then the, the, this morning it was almost 80 so the water temperature does fluctuate. The fish kind of want to spread out instead of being in a pod, is what he said. He gave us all that information in the first hour and then hardly did anything the rest of the I day. haven't fished in a really long time. Yeah. I was, I was excited for it. It was fun to be out there with the boys. We had a good time. You know, went mountain biking. I'm getting into that as well. Uh, <laughs> word to the wise, too. Get a padded seat. Or not a padded. Get a padded, like, shorts or underwear, whatever it is. Makes a huge difference. Because my buttocks, bruised. And if... And that sounds very inappropriate when you're sharing a room with a guy and you wake up and you're like, dude, my butt hurts butt so though. bad this morning. It's the in-betweenst area. Yeah. Yeah, and it's almost like, oh, you're going to have hemorrhoids. It's like, how do I treat that? And like, you got to get cream. It's like, you're telling me this after the bike ride? 
after the biker, you tell me I gotta get cream. And then I was like, where do I go get it? And they're like, it's just yeah, over the so counter. The and so my immediate response was like, so I gotta go to the pharmacist and ask like them in the back to the to hand get it over the like, counter. No, yeah, it was a joke. But they're all nurses. So I just wanted to see their reaction. So have that nurse bring good. some hope. Then you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Because you're going to have to go to, like, Walmart or whatever and then also buy a bunch mm-hmm. of other stuff. You can't just go in and get hemorrhoid cream. I'm just going to sit on some ice and hope it yeah, clears up. donut? No, I don't have it. Right. You know, I'm fine. Like, my, my butt is bruised, though, because I hit a... I didn't realize that when you're pedaling, you need your, your pedals to be even so you can kind of stand on it and get your butt lifted off the seat and, like, you can kind of just use your legs as your shocks almost and kind of, like, react to the bump instead of just... So, anyways, I hit this bump a little hard and came down and landed, and my freaking butt bounced off my seat, and I was like, <laughs> like I was hoping and praying that there was nobody around to be like, what is happening to that guy? And I was like, I just got <laughs> tore up. <laughs> I am it's like those not videos where they bait those people with the bike to get stolen, and then the seat yeah. like, <laughs> drops mm-hmm. down. That's what it felt <laughs> that like. That was you. So, you had an exciting weekend. <laughs> I did, yeah. It, it was Dolphin a good time. Dolphin fishing, bike just, Such yep. a Midwestern white guy thing to do. I know, dude. And, like, I didn't know this. Northwest Arkansas is the mecca of mountain oh, yeah. biking in the world. Like, I had no idea. And, I mean, it shows when you're down there. They did, a like, a square-to-square trail thing this weekend, like, right when we started. So you go from the square of Fayetteville, and then you ride your bike on, like, a paved trail all the way to the square of Bentonville. Well, where we had parked and started riding to get to the trails, apparently we had intervened in the middle of that path. And so this lady I'm riding by, she's like, you're doing great, guys. Good job. And I'm like, is it that noticeable that this is my first time riding a mountain bike, like, <laughs> since I'm, like, being an adult? And then I realized, like, we were in the race path and whatnot. And they're like, turn here, turn here. And I was like, my friends are up there. Like, I'm trying to get to them. I'm not in the race. It's like I should have gone through the race and gotten the medal. Run. <laughs> yes. Hung over, tried to get to my car for the golf tournament. I've accidentally joined several races. <laughs> and you're training for your triathlon still. Uh-huh. Right? We haven't uh-huh. talked about that in a minute, which is part uh-huh. of the reason why you're training. Biking. Yeah. Definitely going to hit the trails more consistently. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. I'm trying to get you to join me. You have a mountain bike as well. You've hit some yeah, of the trails Yeah, mine is here. like a $100 one from Academy Sports. That's fine. We're just on a one single. I just need someone to ride with on the trail. TBD. I get scared someone's going to kill you got to watch out for turkeys is what you have to watch out for. <laughs> That's very true. Those bastards come out of nowhere. <laughs> you know me. What noise do they make? A turkey? Yeah. I love the guy that keeps popping in and out of the episode. Sid? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, turkeys. No, he's scared of that. I'm out. Sports. Yeah, he said he's watching basketball. I just heard him talk about mountain biking for five minutes. That's a sport. I attended a sporting event this weekend. My daughter finally, uh, finally, she started softball season this year, this week. There we go. Baby girl went 0 for 2, two strikeouts. Hey, going down swinging, love that. Oh, man. (laughs) Swinging off. Swinging off. Baby's never seen a ball in her life. Everything swinging. (laughs) Good swing note, close. Uh, First oh. pitch. First pitch was a good cut. She just missed it. Uh huh. It's a good swing. I was proud of her. Second pitch comes in. It bounces in front of the plate. The the pitch does. Bounces up. She swings and foul tips it. <laughs> oh, David Ortiz. <laughs> she watches a lot of Vlad Guerrero Senior. So that's that's kind of who she models her game after. Uh, we'll try again on Monday night. Oh for two though. Yeah, her team won. The speaking of 
speaking of softball, that's good. You love to win. Sean, the guy that's listening here, the uh, the GOB, the grumpy old bat, uh, good buddy of mine as well, his granddaughter's been playing softball like, since she was real little. And uh, he sent me a video this weekend. I, I run into Sean at all kinds of sporting events. For my daughter, really? his grandkids. Good dude. Yep. It's hilarious watching him talk about his granddaughter. Like when we worked at 609 together, uh, like he would be like, hey, you got to see this. You got to see this. And like, well, Sean, you never know. What, like one day it's going to be a goat just going, <laughs> like just being crazy. And then the next one's like a real cute video of his granddaughter, like playing T ball. And she gets a hit. And like she's just so excited. She's like sitting there jumping. And then she like runs to the first base. And it's just like, Sean, you can tell Sean's just so proud of like being a grandpa and watching his granddaughter be just a heck of a softball player right now. I'll have to make sure I catch some of her games. Maya, not far oh, behind. No. Sounds She's, like. Basketball's her sport. Yeah. Does she got like a solidified position? How does that work with like little right league for softball? Do they just kind of play all over? Yeah. Ooh. She's, a, she's an outfielder in Little League. <laughs> Basketball is her sport. We'll see. This is her first yeah. year playing in a very long time since like T ball. So she's mm-hmm. just now getting back into it. It's all about progress, baby. Don't be scared yeah. to swing. Yeah, that's not going to be a problem yeah, for her. I think yeah. this is partly my fault. This may be a lot my fault because I've been the one who's been pitching to her. All my swings are good. Then you get these little yeah. two-year-old girls out there throwing. They're going to bounce some in front of the plate. So I've already decided the next time we do a little batting practice, I'm throwing it all over. You're going to work on plate discipline? Just right, hey, this is what it's going to feel like. There you go. Take one to the thigh. You should. Just round, like just wind up and... <laughs> Act like it's going to come off your hand real hot and then just be slow yeah. about it. Hit her with a change-up every once in a while. Yeah. A little knuckle. Yeah. So exciting times here. Like a knuckleball, not a knuckle. Yes. Yeah. Let's clarify that. I don't, I don't know how to throw any softball pitches. No, but I'll tell you the people that do are good at it, and it's terrifying standing in the batter's yeah. box. <laughs> like when I was in high school, we had a couple of girls that were pretty good pitchers, and, you know, like growing up, they were like, oh, I'm going to work on this. I'm like, do you want to come, like, stand in the batter's box? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, all right, this is a riser. I'm like, whatever. That sucker rises up by your face. It doesn't rise from your knees yeah. to the middle like of the baseball, plate. Throw a it starts high in. It starts at your chest or whatever, you know, and it ends up mm-hmm. in the dirt. Not in softball. It all comes from the hip, though, so uh-huh. you think you're fine. I, I bet it would be incredibly hard. And I know I've watched one of those, like, sports science things before mm-hmm. on how hard it is to hit a softball versus a baseball because the mound is so much closer. So even though they're throwing, like, I think, yeah. like 65, is fast for yeah. softball, I think. I don't know. But the mound is so much closer and the angle that it comes in at, it's incredibly difficult. I can't hit mm-hmm. a baseball or a softball. I don't want to try. I do. Actually, I do want to try. We almost yeah. did it last spring, yeah. And then, shocker, <laughs> lied to on what we could and couldn't do. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. yeah. And we have but, a lot of yeah. baseball going on right now. I did want to talk about the opening month of baseball. And how things are going. You mentioned it. It's it is a terrible time for any baseball fan that is in the state of Missouri. The Royals are bad, and they are always bad. They are one of the worst teams in baseball. The, one of the big shocks. But we're seeing progress. Little, they won today. Won earlier today on Sunday. Uh, but <laughs> they beat the A's. The A's are the worst team in baseball. <laughs> like they are going to probably, hopefully, move to Vegas very soon. Kansas City better get it together. Man, or I guess if we move downtown, we're going to be better baseball. <laughs> that's the dream, is that they would. Yeah, and that's why, like, I think for the Royals, I think I said it last episode with Matt. Um, I'm just looking for some sort of progress. Like everything's brand new. You know, everyone's young. That's that's up right now. You got a new manager. You got a new 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 hitting coach, new pitching coach. 
you got guys still coming up and down right now between AAA and staying in the majors. So maybe we just give them another month. And it doesn't feel like, I mean, you have right here in the rundown that it's only been one month of baseball. It feels like it's been longer than that, but it truly has only been a month. I've watched more baseball this year than I have ever before. Oh, my gosh. Do you like that? I've okay. watched easily 20 games so far this year. 20, 20 games? Most teams have probably played 30 games so far. I, I've watched 20 between the Royals and the Cardinals. Did you end up buying a no, Bali Sports subscription? The girls got the login. Ooh, boy! And when she's not there, I steal it to watch Royals games. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say I've watched 20 baseball games this year, though. I watch, if you throw in Little League softball, that ups the number by exactly one game, so 21 games. Uh-huh. Look at that. But watching baseball, I... 21 divided by three is seven, your favorite number. Look at that, Kobe. <laughs> uh, I think watching baseball this year is more enjoyable. I really like these role changes. Yeah, I mean, the game is are so much, much quicker, which is it, nice. Yeah, You're still getting all the action. You get 27 outs in a game. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that it's all just you've cut out all the nonsense. Yes. And I'll even say, like, from a person who's not watching the games but keeping track of it, like on the ESPN app, right, like you're just kind of live tracking into a game, you get an alert like, hey, close ball game. It's nice to know that in the next 20 seconds I'm going to have an update on what this yeah. pitch is. Like, it's not, you know, three, four minutes. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like, Did my stream stop working? Like, mm-hmm. what is happening here? No, it's just. Why does this ESPN app stink? It's it doesn't. It's action. just baseball. But now it's just mm-hmm. like, boom, like, boom, And boom. if you want to, you know, you're watching a game and you're pretty into it and you want to stop and get a drink or something like that, do it between innings. Because mm-hmm. you can't anymore. You will miss an at-bat <laughs> or two if you leave the room during the inning. I like that, though. I've really enjoyed it so far. And steals are up a lot this year. Uh, I heard one of my buddies that I work with was telling me that uh, he's a Braves fan. And he was talking about Ronald Acuna Jr. and the season that he has. And he mentioned on Friday as we were leaving like that Ronald Acuna Jr. already has 15 stolen bases this year. Holy cow. 15 stolen bases already. What was the – who led the league last year? Right, it would have been like 35. It was under 20, wasn't it? I didn't no, think it was, it was very, not much very much last year, at all. And we already, you know, have a guy like Ronald Acuna Jr. has 15 last year, uh, 41. Oh my gosh! Okay, I was way wrong. 41 was the the record last year. He had guys like Cedric Mullins. Even I uh, had 34 for the entire season. Bobby Witt Jr. finished sixth in steals, and he had 30. Ronald Acuna Jr. after one month of baseball, already 15. He's halfway there. This is phenomenal. I love it. I love that guys are running. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying yikes because it's like, how many is he going to end up at? Like, it's going to be hard to keep 15 in a month, yeah. right? What is the record for oh, some bases in the year? Ridiculous, 100 and something. Ricky Henderson was just. So there's a good possibility he just keeps this going then. Trying to steal a base every time he got on, or two. So yeah. his was just. Stupid high. I was trying to look it up real quick, but our how in the world do you steal a base every time you're on? Does no one back in the day like just taking them off? <laughs> he stole 130 <laughs> bags in 1982. So that's no, never going to be broken. You're not getting that. Uh, okay. Yeah. He had 143 hits and stole 130 bases. Like that's where it needs to be. Like this is an unbreakable record. Let's three restart different it. times that Ricky Henderson stole more than 100 bases. 
It's crazy. What year was that record for most stolen bases? I guess it wasn't that long ago. I can remember Ricky Henderson as a kid. He played for forever, though, 25 years. He played. But even at age 39, he sold 66 bases. (laughs) What was going on? Steroids. But also, I catchers mean, were on steroids. Still, like, though, they like, couldn't throw down and get him. How, I yeah. wish they we could time his 40 time. Like, we're primarily a football show. I wonder what mm-hmm. his 40 time would have been. It seems like it would have been a 4-2. Easily. I mean, yeah. You just get 140 and hits and 138 stolen bases. There's a lot that goes into stealing a base, too. Being able to read the pitcher and getting a good jump and things like that. Yeah, but not a single pitcher was like, I'm going to try and get him off my rhythm. Hey, like, just for comparison, Deion Sanders, one of the fastest football players of all time. Mm-hmm. In 1994, he played in 92 games, stole 38 bases. Ricky Henderson stole roughly 100 more bases than that. So I would, I would love to have seen what his 40 time would have been. We almost need to just come up with one central measurement. Across sports. Of speed for, Because you know, yeah. even in baseball now, they're using, uh, is it like 30 feet, 90 feet splits, things like yeah. that. Basketball, I've never seen anything timed. I think it's just like your strides across the court. Like because LeBron can get across the basketball court in 13 strides. Yeah. Which is, I think, crazy. I, I love the fact that steals are up. And looking at some of these, you know, the standings and things like that, the Braves look very good this year. The Rays, I just... Ridiculously good. And then you have some bottom fears. The Yankees have not been great so far this year. I'll tell you another team I've been like keeping track of is the Baltimore Orioles. That that team gives me hope as a brave or sorry, as a Royals fan. Yeah. <laughs> because they sucked for a very long time. Now they've got some young guys. I mean they just it felt like they took forever for them to rebuild, but now that it's working, it's like, okay, hey, I, I see you know, why you guys sucked for so long, but now it's yeah. starting to and then, pay off. And, like, the Rays, the Rays have so much talent on that team that they are sitting good ball players because they don't have room for them to come up and play. They're just sitting on the yeah. bench in the majors. I know that because I have them on my fantasy gotta, baseball team. i got to get back into fantasy baseball. I almost did this year, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Next year, I think I'm going to. I'll see if a spot opens up in this league and you can join us because these guys are all like good, smart mm-hmm. baseball fans and it's enjoyable. And I've it's tried a lot joining the, and the good random dudes. ESPN leagues of just with strangers. Can't do it. Not mm-hmm. interested. Yeah. It's also because you don't know you know which guys are real good at it and which guys are and, just not caring. Like, yeah, when and you then start, you get guys right? like me who join the league for the first three days. They're adjusting their rosters or paying attention. And mm-hmm. then they just check out. Yep. So it's, it's tough to join those. Well, yeah, you, if you join this league, you can't check out. You've got to be involved, or they will kick you out. <laughs> Noted. But I, the, and these guys are Cardinals fans as well, and it's hilarious to get messages from them over the weekend and then be like, we're dead, we suck. And I respond with like, oh, uh-huh. darn, I feel so bad for you guys that you're not good right now. And then the next buddy's like, man, I'm at the game, Forty easily 40,000 people here. Just got to wait for Wayno. Wayno comes out and they're like, we're back. See, look, we're good. And then you go to over extra, extra innings and yeah. they lose. But it was still funny just to see their roller coaster through the game. I was like, like I just had need so to many Cardinals up. fans this year tell me, like, this is what you go through every year. Like, yeah, welcome. Welcome to it. 
And this is also what you get for talking so much shit to me for being a Royals fan. Welcome mm-hmm. to the party. Because the Royals are sitting there, like you said, one of the worst teams in baseball. Their record right now is 9-26. and Congratulations on a win today, boys. But the Cardinals, 11-24, and and they don't know what to do. They're so confused what to do with their season. They took their prime free agent catcher and said, we're going to play in the outfield, which yeah. is stupid. And I know you have some Cardinals friends. You have a log jam in the outfield. And now you're going to take your catcher. Play. So much that your number one prospect, you had to send them back down. Yeah. Like, I don't understand because at the beginning, like the first two weeks of the season, I was like, man, look how solid he's crushing baseball. Mm-hmm. Like, look at this, you know, piss missile from Jordan Walker. Now you send him down, he's not even back up playing. Like, that, to me, that makes zero right. sense. And had one of the hottest starts mm-hmm. for a rookie. And then you had to send him back down. I don't understand what's going on there. Uh, I am excited about getting into baseball and covering it a little bit more. But we also have the NBA playoffs going on. And this is a very good spring for the NBA playoffs. You have the Lakers and the Warriors going at it. And the Lakers, they're back. Things are happening. Mm-hmm. It, well, I'm going to... I'm not going to say I'm not going to agree with that because this next game they're probably going to lose by another third because Anthony Davis is going to get cold. It's insane how like inconsistent he has been to these playoffs. And I heard a sports guy saying on ESPN or it's like, you know, his ceiling could be like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but his floor could be Javale McGee. It's like it's insane, like just his floor gap, uh-huh. or like the gap, and just like how good he could be and how bad he can be. Excuse me, it was you can play at MVP level like Jokic uh-huh. and Embiid. He should be playing like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the Lakers, where he's just absolutely dominating and almost unstoppable. But instead, it's like, okay, we just played a bad game. It's like Javel McGee out there. And it's just insane how inconsistent he is. And I think that a lot of the Lakers, like, momentum, they probably owe it a little bit to Dylan Brooks. For him, yeah. like, just honestly getting under their skin and bringing out kind of the best in LeBron and Anthony Davis. And then, of course, my guy, Austin Reeves. <laughs> White boy supreme. He's going to get a big contract. Had a nice somewhere. little step back a couple games ago. <laughs> Maybe he stays with the Lakers. Maybe they don't let him leave this time. Uh, but it is it's cool to watch that series. And for the Lakers right now, they're up to one. It was a blowout win the other night. And then sticking with the Lakers, we know where Bronny James is going to play next year. He has committed. And I don't know how I feel about it. Committed to USC this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. He could have gone yeah. anywhere. It's. I mean, truly, like Duke, I I get, like, but North Carolina, Kansas, Miami, you know what I mean? Like these these other destinations. I know he's already lived in Miami since his dad played at the Heat and stuff, but I don't like USC. I it just felt odd. Like I've never known USC to be no, a basketball. Not really. School. I think they're a little bit on the up and up, but I think this is also it really shows the change in college recruiting, specifically basketball. You go into USC, you're right there. In LA. in L.A. The money that yeah. can flow through that university is ridiculous. And I saw an Instagram post. I don't know how accurate it is. But they valued his NIL deals at $5 million. That's insane. And, you know, we're both Texas fans as well. Arch Manning, college football star, his family mm-hmm. came out and said that he couldn't take any NIL deals until he was a starter. That's stupid. Get your money, young man. He's fine for money. This is I kind of like, though, because it reminds me of, like, Mahomes. 
Like uh, yeah, I guess that's true. More than Peyton and Eli. Right. Combined. Especially, yeah. like, there's no telling. I got really into that new Jordan, Michael Jordan shoe uh, movie. If LeBron's getting a cut of his shoe deal, it's like he, I assume he is. Yeah, he's got a lifetime deal That's, with him as well. I mean, he was the first active player to be a billionaire. I don't think the Mannings are billionaires yet. <laughs> Just, uh-huh. It's crazy to discuss. Remember, uh, when the Broncos became for sale, like, ooh, Peyton Manning mm-hmm. might get in. Peyton Manning doesn't make enough money. Combined with Eli, they do not make enough money to own a football team. LeBron's yeah. pretty close, though. I think uh, Peyton Manning's like career earnings was two hundred forty-eight million dollars. Like, I think, low. and now I mean that's a lot. Like I, I mean, it is now though. Did you see Lamar Jackson's cap numbers, by the way? What it's going to be in twenty twenty-six? Seventy-four million dollars. That's his year? cap hit. Twenty twenty-six. Yeah. Right now it's twenty-two. I think next year. I think this year it's 18, next year it's 28, then it's 38, then it's 44, and then it's boom. Hmm. Or it's 22, 30, 44, 70. That's what it is, yeah. That's a big jump. I saw he, he yeah. signed. And, like, they have to pay that. I don't think there's an op-out. Like, the opt-out's not until after the three-year, the $7 million deals. I saw him do, like, the little press conference. And him talking about, like, how he wanted to be in Baltimore the whole time. I hate that yeah. so much. Like, that's such a lie. You yeah. Like, we already know. did a trade. <laughs> and then went on Twitter. And tweeted numerous times. And tried to tell everybody that, like, you were open to new teams. All those diehard Ravens fans are going to eat it up. They're all going to believe it. But I will tell you what, though, with Lamar. I don't have hair, so this should, I should not be able to make this judgment call. He looked like a stressed-out mother in a grocery store whose kids are not listening. Like, that's what his hair just reminded Did me of. Did you ever of. watch The Simpsons? Or the mom off of Rugrats. Growing up? Huh? Yeah. The Simpsons? Sideshow no. Bob. Sideshow Bob. Is who he looks like to <laughs> That was the character. That's what his hair just... Immediately, that's why. I saw. <laughs> Bingo, yeah. Sure yeah, is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he was going for. Maybe it works for him. I don't know. I don't have gray hair either, so... Whatever, more power to yeah. But I, I get so tired of, like, I'm going to delete everything off my Instagram and then come out and say, no, I wanted to be here all along. No, you didn't. Like, just be honest. No, you didn't. You yeah. wanted to move on. You wanted the money. You got the money. And it's whatever. Uh, I also wanted to take a peek at my top 40 big board. We talked about it a little bit last episode. Uh, it does come out tomorrow on the Draft Scout. You can get the whole thing. But I was just running through and looking at some of the teams today that have just numerous prospects and one of the teams that we're used to seeing a lot of players is Alabama Alabama has three Mm -hmm. players in my top 40 that felt honestly a little bit low for me and it's what's also crazy there's no receiver no running back no quarterback for Alabama that's in my top 40 right now they're good enough they could have a guy pop and and get up there. But yeah. it's just, it, we've, I have gotten so used to seeing an Alabama receiver or a guy like Jameer Gibbs or Bryce Young. They've had one of those guys up there every single year for it feels like the past five years. Not going to get that this year with Alabama. You're going to get. Do you think we've truly seen a shift in Alabama and like the runs over like because of Georgia? Like it feels like Georgia has been able to take advantage of the transfer portal and 
you know, maybe with Alabama, it's, there's more parity around, and it's not just, yeah, hey, we're that's Bama. what I, I would say. There's definitely more yeah. parity to where you can't just pencil them in for the national championship going forward. And Jalen yeah. Milrow, I believe, is going to be their quarterback next year. He looked pretty good. Yep. Yeah. He didn't look great, but he looked pretty good in some limited action last season. But who knows? They, they could have some uh, incoming freshman or some kid that they recruited last year that's going to just go off, and we just don't know who he is. But Alabama had three players. Georgia also had three in my top 40. But both those schools are also going to have a lot of players that just – come up they're going to have those interior offensive defensive linemen that will mm-hmm. who are probably going to be studs and you know we'll realize we'll be talking about them next year and the year after that um so with your top 40 big board of course top 40 players on your watch list how many do you officially have on that list like as of now 168 or something stupid 168 okay i don't remember so then like compared to the watch list so you do have five alabama players six alabama players and seven georgia players three equal in your top 40 and i mean same with washington you know me you and matt were talking about that last episode like hey washington might be a team to watch out for next year there's actually a lot of sneaky and talent he mentioned on michael team. Penix jr their quarterback too he is an indiana transfer went to washington last year and put up some big numbers and i mm-hmm. just kind of thought like eh, you put up big numbers congratulations yeah, it's like it's Washington, yeah. yeah I watched him play. He, he can make some throws. And I watch way impressed. From the pocket on the run? Yeah, a little bit of everything. He, and when the play breaks down, he's he's an interesting prospect. That I went in and I, don't know, I thought I wouldn't like him. I thought, okay, let me watch for the falls. And then he made some throws yeah. that changed my mind. So I, I think that he can be – I didn't have him in my top 40 initially. And then I watched the tape on him a little bit more. He made it into the top four. So he could be impressive. Yeah. Washington's just not usually one of those schools where you think we're going to have some dudes. They've got some dudes. They've got a pass rusher that's really good. They've got a couple receivers that are really good. I know that we're all talking about Caleb Williams right now. He plays at USC. Washington could win the Pac-12. They will. Well, let's not forget about Utah, back-to-back yeah. winners. Washington will probably be my pick to win the Pac-12 this year. Hmm. I'm interested to see if Utah can stay healthy. Like, that was kind of what hurt them last year. Yeah, it wasn't especially down guys going down. Cam yeah. Rising. Like, Cam Rising going down. Yep. Um, I mean, he might be. He might have a big year, too. Do you think he's a serious I NFL don't. prospect or no? No. No. I, I think he's one of those guys that is just going to be a really good college football player. And that would be mean, a good look life. At, uh, Max Dugan or, you know, some of these other guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stetson Bennett. You're going to be a really good college football player. I just don't see it with him. Yep. He's more of a gamer type. I don't know. Have we ever seen one of those guys that's just like a gamer go be good in the NFL? Patrick Mahomes, maybe? Uh, honestly, yeah. He's about it. I don't know, though. I think it guys like Johnny Manziel, like that didn't work for him. Yeah. It's tough, though, because like the, like I feel like the game's changed so much, too, in, in the last five years. With like some quarterbacks, you know, just being able to do more. It's just yeah. insane. Like how athletic these kids are yeah, now. We mentioned it last episode too. Uh, well, Caleb Williams already getting a lot of Patrick Mahomes comps. Mm-hmm. You know, I said that last year watching the game. I, I was like, Caleb Williams is the closest thing we have to Patrick Mahomes, like that you can see on the field and like clearly be like, yep, all right, that's Patrick Mahomes, this type of play. Yeah. I mean, I'm very excited to watch him play. That was mm-hmm. last year even. He, he was my Heisman bet. Cashed in on that yeah. one. You won. How much did you end up uh, winning on that We don't talk about our weddings. Yeah, we won't say those numbers. So, uh, but I think that he's even a candidate to do it again. 
Haven't had that Sweet. happen in a really long time. I think it's very difficult to do. But when you start looking at the mm-hmm. hype and the other guys that are coming up, uh, Drake May is a really big-time prospect that we've been talking about a lot already. I don't think he's a Heisman guy, though. He might just be a prototypical quarterback, you know, good prospect, maybe not a great college player. He seems like kind of one of those players. Like, he's a good college player, but he's not like Justin yeah. Herbert. I think it was you or Matt that told me, he's like, hey, he's just he's built just like Justin Herbert. And he might be just have that same kind of career path, too, or, you know, arc in college where it's like, hey, like he's good, but, you know, he's not asked to do a lot of things that he might be in the NFL, and we won't get to see that level, that talent transition yeah. until or he's here. Like, uh, Andrew Luck. I remember a lot of people being like, you tell me this guy's he's going to be the first overall pick? Yeah, he's going to be really good. He wasn't at Stanford. Like, he was good, obviously. But what yeah. he did in college was never super impressive. I think Drake Bay, he'll put up some pretty big numbers, but he's not going to do anything to win the Heisman, I don't think. And yeah. Quinn Ewers, the other quarterback up there. He ends up winning it. That's your kiss yeah. of success yeah. there. I like him, though. So if that happens, I go for it. That's, that's great. At least it's not TCU again. I, I really hope that they don't do what they did last year. Because I shit on them all season. Well, they might because their they're quarterback that got hurt and led the way for Max Duggan right. to come in and lead the way, I mean, he was much better. He won the and job. That's one of the reasons why I doubted TCU so much. You're not going to win with this backup quarterback. That's a yeah, senior. Yeah, I watched this kid play. Like he's not any good. Man, he had a pretty damn yeah. good run. Is that the Heisman Trophy ceremony? But I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, one team that does have a lot of players in my top forty is Ohio State. They ended up with eight players in my top forty and lost their quarterback. How in the world have they not won a national title in the last five yeah. years? I mean, it's just. Talent is yeah. oozing. Obviously, out of Ryan this Day doesn't need to be on the hot seat or anything, but. Well, you lose to Michigan again. I really think he might be fired. <laughs> I just always be fired, but like, if he does lose to Michigan again this year, he might actually be on the hot seat. Yeah, it's going to be Jim Harbaugh. Uh, not, <laughs> kid. Like, hey, you're getting a pay yeah, cut. All like right. A, hey, like, we're, we're sick we of this. Like, you lost, but like, don't do it again. You know, because if you do it again. <laughs> Damn it, Ryan. I'm here yeah. again. Why? I got Urban online, too. He wants back in. <laughs> His heart's racing, but he's ready to uh-huh. be back. Yeah, a couple other notable teams that I have a lot of players. Uh, Penn State is loaded defensively. They have three players, all on defense, all in my top Man. Four. I mean, that's pretty huge in yeah. the Big Ten. And not though. a team that I truly loaded up on the defensive side. Uh, like. Do you think they could be a team that makes some noise next year at Penn State? I've just... I feel like Penn State's always right there on the edge. Where I, I kind of root for them in a way. I want to see them be good because I love the traditions that they have. But at the same time, it's just like, ugh. You just, I don't They're know. One of those teams. Maybe they are cursed and they would be a school that like, yeah. deservedly deserves a curse <laughs> with the way things went. But like the whiteout, like, I, just, I think that being on more national television games or a big moment, I just think would be electric. One, for me, they're one of those teams that gets a lot of hype. There's never a lot of production with it yeah like congratulations nine wins again (laughs) iowa's the same way and wisconsin Mm -hmm. they're both of them in there too there's always a lot of hype around yeah then they're gonna drop some games wisconsin's that's another one of the schools where i'm just like waiting like one day like we i hear about you all the time wisconsin this wisconsin that wisconsin win you know how about right now you're just make some noise in the big ten Mm-hmm. And uh, like outside of a couple teams, there's just not been a lot of success. And in saying that, it might Nebraska might have more success before them. Might get that success before them with Matt Rule. Yeah, that's an intriguing hire. 
their starting quarterback right now is slipping my six four two twenty. He's got Nebraska? a heck of an arm and runs very physical. I don't know who yep. he is either. He's a transfer. Matt Rule uh, pretty much said, hey, he's going to get the job. Casey Thompson hit the yeah. transfer portal. is going to go somewhere else. Uh, as a grad transfer, oh, I hope to declare. From yes, Georgia that's Cat. the name. Thank you. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was super athletic. Uh, got a lot yep. of comps early in his career at RG3. And then transferred yeah. from Georgia Tech. Yeah, he's, he's going to be an interesting one. I think that's a kid to keep an eye on mm-hmm. next year, especially in a Matt Rule offense in college. Like, a lot of opportunities are going to be presented to him. Yeah, I'm glad that Matt Rule is going back to college. That's where he should have been. Mm-hmm. We've kind of, like, overlooked a lot mm-hmm. of that. You know, some guys that have kind of transitioned and went to a different spot. Like, Wisconsin, again, Luke Fickle being there. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's going to be a huge difference with what they do on offense instead of just hand the ball off yeah. 45 times a game and lose. Probably. But maybe it'll be a little bit more exciting this year with Luke Fickle. Yeah. Let's put the win in Wisconsin, baby. Exactly. I'm sticking yeah, with that. It's super excited about college football, like, already. It's like that's what happens when the draft ends. I just get super excited about college football. It's a very long time. Yeah, I figured that out when you went ahead and jumped to 2024 draft board. Like, I got 168 players here. Here's my top four. He's like, yeah. brother. Well, outside of- You're doing all this while watching 20 games of baseball in a month. Yeah. I don't have any hobbies. <laughs> ah, man, I don't want to go mountain biking. My bike's only 100 bucks. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to get out there and ride eight miles on a $100 Academy Sports. Hey, I wasn't either, brother. I thought I was hitting flat trails, getting used to it, getting some views. He told me they were. It was a bubble gum type of trail. Pretty easy. It did not feel pretty easy when I got passed by a family oh, yeah. of six, and these little kids are just freaking pumping, man, uh-huh. right by me. And I'm on the side of this mountain, like, and this guy's like, "Your tires are flat. Sick. What the fuck you want me to do? I'm out." No, they're here. not. I'm too big for just my got, bike. You got a pump on a tree? I don't. Your tires were flat. Low. Apparently, yeah. I didn't think to get that checked after I bought the bike on uh-huh. Sunday. <laughs> Luckily, a lady had come through, and we had to kind of put the bike aside, just kind of waiting for someone to, like, like, hey, you guys good? And she was like, I got a pump, and she kind of, like, can't pump the back tire. And I was like, what about the front? <laughs> My buddy's like, it'll be all right. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. It was, I will say, the bike trails were fun, like, when you got your momentum going, like, the up and downs. But there's a couple moments when you're going down, and it was a little muddy because it had rained, where it's slick, and you're like, this is not a very wide trail, and I am a wide individual. Like, I'm very broad. So, like, it is scary. Like, I'm on this trail, and there's a bike coming the other way. And I'm on the right side of with the drop. Doing off. those very super narrow bike trails, like through trees and stuff? Could mm-hmm. One day, I would love to dream about that. <laughs> yeah, one day, dream about it. <laughs> exactly. Asleep safely um, in my yeah. bed. Trails got to be wide. Wide enough that people can pass me. I hit the. Comfort. I didn't tell him this. I didn't tell him this. When we went from the paved, like, getting into the trail and the trees there was a little bit of a turn there and i miscalculated how tight it was about smacked a tree six feet into the woods i mean that would have been my entrance into mountain biking just like boom broken neck dodged it though i mean i'm came, i came back to survive you know but there were a couple moments like where you're going downhill and you got to use your brakes and you know it's just it's I hit a, a little trail. faster than you it. expect and then all of a sudden you got to hit yeah. a turn I hit a trail one time, and it had the sign. It was like, steep grade, like, use your brakes. I don't remember what it said. I thought, yeah. no. Mama didn't raise no bitch. I'm not using my yeah. brakes. I'm not wearing a helmet. <laughs> I'm hitting this no, shit. I got about halfway down, and then brakes were screaming because I was going way too fast. 
<laughs> so I wore them out. I probably need to check my brakes before I go on my next ride. Oh, this was with yeah. your new bike? It's like last oh, year. my God. That's hilarious. I've not heard this story. That is I'm funny. I'm proud of that's the, This is the same trail where I got chased by that turkey. <laughs> turkey Creek Trail. <laughs> if that turkey would have ran out there, it would have been like, hey, it either dies or I die. But one of us oh, ain't making it out. If I would have seen that turkey on the, the downhill slide, no chance I could have even stopped. Also, good luck catching them. I had to have been going like 25, 30, I would guess, downhill. You think you are going 30 mile an hour down that hill? No, I mean, I would believe that's a blazing oh speed God, on a bicycle. So like, things turn blurry. Yeah. <laughs> and you're on a little, it was an asphalt trail, too. So you know, like, then there's the fear sitting in the back of your mind, like, yeah, don't if crash. I, this if I is, lay that thing over, hurt. I'm injured. This isn't like a funny, ha ha, look at the bruise on my elbow. This is like, I might have to go to the hospital. This is ha, 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 call an ambulance. <laughs> yeah. Same trail. This, uh, this is probably why I stopped riding my bike. Same trail, an old man. I had stopped like going uphill. I had stopped. I was taking a breather. And this old mm-hmm. man comes by on like a super expensive nice bike. He's like, this trail's no yep. joke, huh? I can't talk. <laughs> right. I just like, I'll give you a thumbs up, man. <laughs> See you yeah. later, old guy. He was probably really proud. Like, hey, good job, man. What did yeah. you out here? Because there's, like, there's not a lot of people with that mountain bike. Like, uh, there's a guy from Liberal who's, like, real big into it. And he's like, it's just crazy to me that they're, everyone here is not into mountain biking. And the Mecca mountain biking is literally an hour south. And it's like, you think people would be all about it. Now, granted, it can be in a very expensive sport, like, in terms of, like, what bike you get. Because, like, there was a guy from Minnesota that was down there. And, like, he had a $3,000 bike. Yeah, I remember. And I know that because I saw yeah. it on the website. And, like, if you, you add we any. To Montana and we were looking at was like. ROI or whatever that store is. Yes, and we yes, saw yes, bikes yes, yes. That were like six thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. My first couple vehicles didn't cost that much money. <laughs> True <laughs> that. I bet it is a wonderful riding experience, though. Yeah. Like, I bet you just you're super smooth. Like you get like a, I don't know if I said this at the beginning of the show. Like you can get like a hydraulic seat where like you can push a button and your seat will drop when raised with you. And it's like that is a huge benefit when you're hitting some jumps like that and you're going downhill and you need to quickly adjust your seat. For me, there were moments where I wish I could have done that because, you know, I'd hit a bump and wouldn't be expecting it to be like, ooh, about <laughs> oh, feel I like you get thrown off. <laughs> yeah, no, I did not. Like, stop More importantly, it. how's the tan? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bike helmet tan line, boys. That's a different like a one. Cap. The uh, So we went golfing that afternoon. I did not wear a hat the whole time, and I set a timer on my phone for every thirty minutes, so I just kept wearing up sunscreen. You. You've learned. Yeah, so I was I was taking it very serious. Yeah, I was like, I've got to keep my skin out, like, because I just saw so many people last year. Like, I'd meet them at the bar, and they'd be like, "Hey, man, you wearing sunscreen and whatnot?" I was like, "Clearly not." You see the tan line on the freaking back of my head? Shut up! And they would be like, "Hey, like, skin cancer is not a joke, man. Like, put on sunscreen." And I was like, yeah. "You got it, dude." And they'd be like, "Yeah, you see the scar here? Had to get it cut out." And I was like, "Oh my god, you're forty-five. Yeah, keep that head looking good." So, yeah, I'm going to be tanning it up. Otherwise, I'm going to be looking like freaking last airbender out there <laughs> yeah. with that, that helmet mark. <laughs> but a uh, skull cap, I'm probably going to have to wear one. Yeah, if you keep doing yeah. it. And when is your triathlon? June. Wait, I know uh, me and yeah. our buddy Cole, I can. We're, we're going. I'm going. Are you really? He wants to. Be, it's going to be funny if is you guys show up and I decide to. No, I will. Uh, yeah. I will make sure that I drive in my truck behind your vehicle. To see you, like, get out and know. All right. Like, see me standing there. in the water getting yeah. ready to start this thing. Or I will make you send me a Snapchat with your, like, 
little badge or whatever that you get that says your number. Austin Cunningham. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> One, five, seven, three or whatever Oh, buddy. Uh, I'm excited to do it. Definitely a long yeah, way far, to go. I got a good two months. Uh, 5K, 5K, yeah. So 3.2 miles or whatnot. That's a long ways. And then how yeah. how far is the biking? 12.2 miles. But it's all flat surface, okay. so like that's very good and for you me. You said you did eight this weekend, but it wasn't flat. Mm-hmm. So that's... Yeah. Well, they're like... <laughs> I'll be honest, not a good performance by me on the bicycle. And I knew that going in. Like, I was like, my legs have zero stamina. I don't know how this is going to go. So at the very end on that uphill trek, I also had the mindset of, like, I'm not going to meet my wife here. I'm not going to impress anybody with this. Forget about it. I'm walking my bike up this hill. <laughs> and I did. And my calves were screaming from all the pedaling and then the pushing it up the hill. And then, like, the last push, like, riding it back to the vehicle, I was like, all right, like, I'm good. Like, we kind of taken a, a decent break. And Did you pack any snacks? Rode the bike. Did you pack any huh? snacks? No. Should have. No, I did not. Taking it. I should have. I should have also got my camel pack, so I would have had constant water. I still have a lot of I'm going to have to get a smaller gear. one of those. Yeah, same. I've not used oh. it since. Waste of freaking uh-huh. money. Although, you said you were going to get into it. Yeah, I'm going to be, yeah, yeah for real. Like, I'm, I am looking forward to that. Like, I'm trying to find more reasons to get out and do stuff and, like, be out yes. and about. Because yes. moving in a month, there's going to be nothing to do, and I need to find stuff to do. So. Good luck with those trails. And Let's do smart stuff. <laughs> Prairie State Park. That'd be a fun Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. That and they got some decent hiking trails out there, so y'all could probably, like, ruck and do that. Sorry, bison. There's bison out there. Yeah. A lot of people don't big know that. Ones. Go ahead and throw, throw a Google search. <laughs> Prairie State Park. Yep. Like, people are like, oh, man, go to Yellowstone and see Buffalo. Like, dude, I've been seeing Buffalo since I was five. Uh-huh. Right next to my window. Me. Like, breath marks on that freaking window. Yep. That close to the band. I got out there one time. And uh, <laughs> I was uh, maybe just graduated high school. Got a truck stuck out mm-hmm. there. It's like, all right, these younger guys, you're going to have to get out there and push. And they get out there and push, and it's throwing mud everywhere. And then we realize that's not mud. It's oh, no. <laughs> and they are just They rode in the back of the truck. <laughs> oh, brother. Yeah, Prairie State Park. Give it, a, give it a Google search. A lot of bison out there. Good time. Yeah. All right, that's it for us today, though. We appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back at it uh, next Sunday with my daughter's softball schedule. So back at it next Sunday. We appreciate you guys joining us, and we'll talk to you all then.